Sam, are you my hype man for this whole thing, right? You're going to be my hype guy? Yeah. All well, right, we're ready. We're ready? <laughs> <laughs> the voice is going to play so well. The voice is going to play yeah. really great. Uh, right. Let's move on to our next contestant. Uh, he's from Down Under, if you get what I mean. It's Aaron Baines. Sam, what do we got to know about Aaron? Well, Aaron is a bad boy. Deep down, <laughs> he's a secret humiliation fetishist. So if you're a dom looking for a sub, this might be your guy. He's always been working on the range of his game, so if you like fun runs and man buns, why not take a gander at all of Australia? Jonathan, what do you think <laughs> of Aaron Baines? God damn it, why did you stop? <laughs> so, <laughs> I am going to swipe right on Mr. Australia himself. After Tommy Heinsohn shot him in the shower, we know he's got all he needs. He's a great defensive player. He anchors this team defensively. He's not going to complain if he's playing 15 minutes a game or 30. He is bringing some five out to this team now as well. He never takes a bad shot. I'm all in on Aaron Baines, at least for the next year until Robert Williams is ready. Let's go, Australia. Yeah, I think I think uh, Keith Smith laid it out on uh, Celtics beat with Adam Kaufman that it was pretty much a slam dunk that Aaron Baines is going to be back. I'm thrilled that he's back. He's a great player. He's a big part of their defense. I think, Sam, you probably agree with that, right? Yeah, no, I think I think he's definitely going to bridge the gap between them and Robert Williams going forward. Absolutely. Move on to our next contestant. He is from the woods. He's an old soul, but he's an incredible dancer. Sweet feet, Moose Monroe. Sam, let's learn about Greg Monroe. Greg Monroe is a simple guy who just likes to score. He enjoys long, slow, slow walks in the woods. And he's exciting at first, but he can't stick with anyone. Are you ready to get funky and post up with this endangered old school mammal looking for a new home? <laughs> Jonathan, what's your thoughts on Greg Moose? You know, sometimes when you're doing Tinder, there's the clear yeses, there's the I don't knows, and then sometimes it's like, that's an absolute no way. Completely undateable. Moose, <laughs> He's out. you're in the scrappy, buddy. He's out. Go, go make the Clippers life hell, buddy. God. Enjoy no defense, LA. He We're needs out on Moose. He needs to freshen up the profile with some new picks, uh, and specifically picks in roles. <laughs> yeah. Brunch. Nailed it. Uh, next guy. He, he, he dominates the conversation wherever he goes. He's not a cheap date either. LeBron James is the next one up on Weird Subjects Tinder. Sam, what's going on with LeBron? LeBron is a player dom, and he's looking for his front office sub. He need, this, in order to pair up with LeBron, you have got to be tax adventurous. And you know what? He's okay with friends joining in. Jonathan, what do you think of LeBron James as a person? I think this is the greatest thing we've ever done. I'm not this 100%. Is no, without question the greatest thing we've ever done. It's certainly polarized. Uh, we're swiping left on LeBron James. We don't want to join him. We want to beat him. I don't care if he's the prettiest girl in school. I'm dating a really cute girl myself, and I'm not going to drop her for one night with the cheerleader. I got a long-term commitment thing I'm working here. I want kids. I want the next 10 years to be great. We got to work out some things in the bedroom, and then you got it for a long time. LeBron James, it's going to be one okay night that I'm going to be able to tell my friends about. I want 10 great years. No way, buddy. Go ruin somebody else. We've talked about LeBron in front of this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think we can we can move on here. The LeBron pipe dream is a pipe dream, and, and if it were to happen, it would be absolutely insane. This is weird Celtics Tinder, okay? This is we're making Jonathan choose free agents 
uh, based off of who fits, who doesn't fit, swiping right or swiping left. Well, let's move on to our next contestant. He is formerly from Boston. He's really great at board games, and I heard he's a life, uh, life of the party. Sam Sheehan, tell us about Rajan Arondo. Rajan is a sapiosexual who's always willing to pass up a finish so do you can. His uh, shower experimentation is a no-go for him. He had a bad prior oh experience. But, Jonathan, what do you think <laughs> of bringing Rajan Rondo back to Boston? Oh, my God. How do you write these things? Uh, <laughs> it's a clear no. I'm swiping left. He's wonderful at Connect Four, I know. He's not so good at other chemistry-type experiments within the locker room. We've got, like, 12 point guards anyway. Danny Inge has no problem picking up guys who can play seven minutes a point. Come on. He's staying on New Orleans anyway. Come on. Let's be serious. This is not – this is a non-starter. But also, I would kick him out of bed for anything because <laughs> – give me a break, man. That guy, he's, he's done in Boston. Like, we were always would accept a Paul Pierce back. Rondo, we're done with. Okay. <laughs> no, I think I think the Rondo experiment is a fun one, though. I'll, I'll be honest about that. Let's move on to our last one for this show. Uh, a guy that is actually a, would be a welcomed person in Boston, I think, is a really good three-point shooter, Sam Sheehan. Tell me about J.J. Redick. This uh, sensitive former poet turned paleontology conspiracy theorist now works part-time doing podcasts for his, like, totally cool boss. Uh He's just a bro. He's hanging out with some cool tats, and he has a strong belief that you should be allowed to say it if you're just singing along with the lyrics. Levy, what do you think of bringing J.J. Redick here to Boston? Ah, uh, J.J. Redick is the, one of the great shooters. Would help the team for sure, but I'm not sure we've really got minutes or space for him. Jalen Browns are too. He's only getting better. He's 21. I'm not sitting Jalen to play Redick. It's just not happening, so it's a regretful Look at all the pictures. Take your time. Like, sort of like, how does she look? What does her butt really look like? Kind of a, you know, turning your head. And then you got to go no. Ultimately, you go no. But you're not sure if you made a mistake. Sometimes you do it and you have immediate regret. I think this is one of those. He would be good. I just don't see a place on this team for him. Yeah, I agree with everything said there. I love J.J. Reddick's great shooter. Uh, too bad it just wouldn't, it wouldn't work out. It's not meant to be, Sam. It's not meant to be, buddy. I don't. I don't know. I, I think. I think a case to be made for um, you know if he lowered his standards a little bit, got a little shook up, got a little hurt, needed someone to nurse him back to health, <laughs> looking for some arms to cry on. I don't know. I, I could see him, you know, providing some spacing at Thanksgiving dinners. You know, just you know, don't uh, I mean, keep him away from the family during the Chinese New Year. If uh, if Philly doesn't get one of their uh, their brightest girls, then they're going to resign him, right? Like if, yeah. if they don't get yeah. they don't get Paul yeah. George, they don't get LeBron. Mm-hmm. They're just going to yeah. bring him back. Yeah, yeah. for like twenty five million. I yeah, sure. For, for hey. way too much. Yeah, exactly. Good, yeah. good for JJ Redick, man. Get, yeah, get them checks. checks. Kid. Yeah, get them checks. <laughs> well, that was uh, the first and hopefully many editions of Weird Subjects Tinder. Things are getting very interesting indeed. None of it happens without Dwayne. I, I, I'm almost kind of rooting for him to win, even though I put him second. But I just, I voted for Quinn, and, and that's as close as I can get to explaining why. Yeah, and, and, and you know, my, my vote for, and again, Quinn's like now the only guy who's been on my ballot two years in a row. The Brad Stevens thing, I had a really interesting conversation with a, a member of a, of a coaching staff that I, I respect immensely. He's like, how did Brad get on the Mount Rushmore of NBA coaches? When you listen to analysts or you guys on the jump, 
or you listen to even like a lot of suits in the league. Because it was about the coach of the year, and he was just like. But you could argue that last year he got out coached by Fred Hoiber, you know, coached by you know Scott Brooks to a draw. No, that's wrong. This, this that was this is an insane point. You're talking about Brad Stevens, who's one of the top coaches in the NBA, and you're talking about Fred Hoiberg. Since that podcast was recorded, I think it's kind of been bared out. Brad Stevens went on an enormous tear in the playoffs with a the, the hospital Celtics squad without Kyrie Irving, without Gordon Hayward. So with uh, only Al Horford as the only all-star on the squad, and they came within the games of knocking LeBron James um, out of the play, playoffs and going to the finals, like within like minutes. Yeah, so what... What is Kevin Arnovitz talking about? And this is not my argument. I am a Brad Stevens defender. The hagiography, deification of the holy Brad Stevens. Like, can we just wait for a second? And each year they add, oh, hey, here's the best playmaking two-way big man in the league in Al Horford. Oh, here's a, just a steady stream of top three picks. Like, oh, well, Hayward went down. It doesn't, it's okay because you have the best shot-making point guard in the league. It's interesting. That's as close as anyone gets to Brad Stevens Hayden. When Hayward went down, okay, you have these top three picks. You just went through a whole thing before about, you know, all these rookies tell you how, how hard defense is and how much they struggle. Like, uh, now this was before that, right? No, I get it. I get it. I, I they do have a lot of talent. Um, they do have a lot of talent. We all love the guy, but 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 you guys are just like like you know like, you know, like mount him on top of the Washington Post. No, that's wrong. So if if they really mounted. Brad Stevens on top of the Washington Monument, wouldn't you think he would have done better than third in Coach of the Year? I'm going to suck up your statement that um, people left off the ballot and spit back. Oh, yeah, Kevin Arnovitz left him off the ballot and put him like, who knows, not top three. You know who he had on his, on his ballot? Dwayne Casey, the ironic coach of the year. Like, uh, we, that's who, who he's spackling his, his monument toward, Dwayne Casey, who had one good year, who gets swept out of the playoffs. So, yeah, apparently the media isn't getting smarter. Um, but uh, let, let's turn to Haralabob and Bill Simmons for um, some insight. So the good thing about the league and the bad thing about the league now is there's a lot more like finance guys owning teams, and I feel like that's made the league smarter as well. Like the Sixers owners would never sign Andrew Wiggins to that contract provided they talk to him first. There was data that would, you know, I test would say you're crazy, but the data said. Kevin Durant doesn't make people around him better. This is why I don't like data sometimes, though, because so much of that was circumstance. If Houston played, let me ask, so if Houston played Boston, fully healthy Boston versus Houston, so we're adding Gordon Hayward and Ryan Kyrie, do you think that Houston, the Boston would beat Houston in last year? I would say yes, just because the Celtics have always played Houston really well, and they've never really had a full team. How would the Celtics score against Houston? That was a great defensive team. I mean, I don't think Boston's that great, to be honest. With Kyrie and Hayward? I mean, and Jalen and Tatum and Horford and Smart and Rozier, that's like the deepest team in the league. Lost to a team that got sweet. I'll shoot through that contradiction. (laughs) That's, that's, no, that's wrong. Like, you can't, like, 
Bob here like is just saying like it's just nonsense. He's talking about um he on the one hand he's saying that the Celtics will stand no chance against Houston because they weren't able to score and they didn't have Hayward and Kyrie. Like you can't use there's no data anywhere. There's five minutes of data from the season about what the Celtics look like when they're fully healthy. He just completely ignored the fact that they didn't have Kyrie and Hayward, which was used to make his argument that they would have gotten killed. By yeah, I don't know the, how they would score except they won a game against the Rockets. Wait, yeah, so Harald Pup's wrong. He's using a transformative property on basketball games, and he's just like, well, you know, they lost against the Cavs, and the Cavs got swept. So, obviously, they're worse than the Rockets. That's how math works. I'm a finance guy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Harald Pup forgot that uh, the Celtics were without Hayward and Kyrie and didn't factor that in. Uh, and then when we're talking about next year, you got to factor in that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are going to continue to develop. But are we sure that Tatum is going to continue to get better? I'm saying there are exceptions to players who play good as rookies, who don't always progress. Do you go high, this corner three-point percentage, minimum 50 attempts, and not actually the history, but since like since my data goes back to 2000. Number one is Jason Tatum. Get so better. is he going to get better than that? I'll cut your words! Jason Tatum's true shooting percentage is only brought down by 1.6 percentage points if you regress his corner threes to the mean. And if you can't see how he developed over the course of the season and shredded Philly's top five defense, I don't think you're watching enough Jason Tatum. Well, it's just such such an insane point to make because he literally, like, minutes before in the conversation, talks about how much he values isolation scoring. To have that critique of Jason Tatum is insane. To have that critique of Kyrie Irving is insane. But then to also, just minutes before, be saying the exact opposite. It just seems, it was just such a wild, wild take to have. All right, so uh, Kevin Arnovitz's unnamed source and Kevin Arnovitz himself. You join Haralabob, Bulgaris. You, You guys know what time it is. Punishment time. And I'm going to go take a shit. Evan Valenti, Sam Sheehan, Lucky's Pipe, Matt Ignall producing this show. And we are joined by the legendary Riffs man, Hebert of Riffs. He's a longtime yes. Croatia fan, longtime Pelicans fan, 69. Uh, this is going to be fun. So I just want to throw this out there first. Call us a deep tease in the business. Later on in the show, I asked for uh, a bunch of thick, jacked memes. I think the good like, stuff. Or what is good stuff? <laughs> Thursday, Wednesday on Twitter, and you guys out there in the Celtics universe did the best job of all time flooding our mentions with thick jacked memes. Mm-hmm. So later on in the show, we're gonna get to all the memes you sent us. I don't know what's gonna happen. Sam has no clue. The Rifts man has no clue. LP Never is do. the guy that knows what's gonna happen there. <laughs> So we're going to roll with that later cool. on in the show. But first, we bring the Riffs man on for his very, very, uh, I would call it, I don't know, expert opinion on Robert Williams. The, the Celtics drafted Robert Williams. I was in the first round, 27 overall in the draft from Texas A&M. It's not been a rocky road for Robert Williams. So Riffs man, educate us as to why this is the best path for a guy of Robert Williams' talent. Hell yeah, dude. So first <laughs> off, he's a genius, and I'll explain this. Okay. He is specifically the genius of love they sing about in the Tom Tom Club song, Genius of Love. And there's no 
in the dimension where George Clinton and Bootsy Collins live, right? There's no beginning and there is no end. So time doesn't exist there. So he literally does not have to go to practice or do anything ever. So, so just right there, I mean, he's the best pick we've ever made. I, I've always... better, than, better than smart. He's better than Shemi Ojale, uh, who is the foreman of the Ojale factory. He's better, better than, than the Out of all of them, he's the best pick. Yeah, obviously. Again, I gotta ask you, Riffs, man, would you have taken Robert Williams number one overall in the draft or no? Easily. Yeah. Easily. Easily. Because I literally know nothing about basketball. <laughs> 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 All I know is which ones look cool. And that's yeah. I'm I'm riding on pure instinct, baby. Well, was it surreal at all for you on draft night to just see him like Mo Wagner Wagner or whatever the hell his name is go ahead of like Robert Williams just because like Wagner. I feel like there was like GM blacking out like they heard Miles <laughs> heard Miles Davis for like two seconds and they picked <laughs> someone else as just the is part of the riffs man. The riffs like, man. Did Kyrie did you mind Sherpa the um the other GMs? Like No, I, no, this is more of a blood curse than a, a mind <laughs> Sherpa thing. Yeah, okay. But like it it became surreal when the Jazz picked Grayson Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Because then I knew we weren't going to do something insanely uncool. And we are now going to embark on what is going to be a what I would say a memorable journey here. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, memorable one of those journey, days. My man. I'd say Wednesday is why I did this. Easy. It's right memorable. there. Boom. Uh, I went on our uh, Twitter uh, handle, which is at CLNS Roundtable, if you don't already follow it. And I asked for all the thick, jacked memes you can send us. And I got to tell you, you guys, all of you out there, absolutely crushed it. Our our mentions were unbelievable. Um, and so what we did is we took notice of all the ones that we really like. And Lucky uh, composed a uh, a nice little slideshow for us. A little, that little we PowerPoint. View and go <laughs> get, get with the PowerPoint. Yeah, the PowerPoint. But I just want – again, I want to take some time. You guys are the greatest people of all time, the people that send us this stuff. Uh, we were laughed. I laughed for hours. This was so great. I cannot wait to relive it right now uh, with the Riffs man, Hebert of Riffs. So, LP, take us away, man. We got memes on deck. Let's rock and roll. Right. We got this. We have a Rambo. Shemi (laughs) Ojale. Rambo to Shemi Ojale. Let's rock. Who is this? Tim Eastwood. Eastwood, I love it. At Hershey, 21. This is like one where Semi is on mission. Instead of so instead of killing people, he's just like going around like being swole. The corrupt cops hate him. This is a better movie. Ox for dinner. Yeah, Dude, this... that, that gun is armed with an ogre. Like... <laughs> <laughs> he's almost as ripped as Shemi is in real life. Like IRL, that's almost as close to what Shemi's body looks like. Yeah, I mean, that's a little bit more glamour than it is. Uh... Battle yeah, tested, combat yeah. approved, but <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. This is not combat missiles. This is all, you know, sly, sly hubris, you know, showing off. Semi doesn't worry about that. He worries about putting nerds like Kevin Knox in the hurt chamber. Shemi Osley doesn't use steroids like like Stallone did in this movie. All right, LP, next one. Let's rock. Uh, Michael Chiklis, <laughs> Fantastic Four, Chevy Osley. Why does that look like the Mike Bibby picture that came out? <laughs> <laughs> like it's Mike the same as like Mike Chiklis as Shemmy Ojale. <laughs> All right, next one. Next one. 
uh, softcore dancing up in this bitch with Super yes, Thick James. No, I, this was, this was really – this is one of my favorites, low-key, one of my favorites. Thick James, Super Thick, with, with, with uh, Yabuselli's face on it. Uh, Mr. Mellow, this was yeah, we guess, low-key, one of my favorite ones we got on that day. This is so great because it combines two of my favorite things, Yabu's ass and Rick James, and I can't get any. I, this is getting any better than that. Yeah, I, I, my my only slight critique is there's not enough Yabu ass. Um, that, that's that's my only critique. Otherwise, a flawless meme. I just yeah. want to point out to those of you listening on our on your podcast app, uh, stop being nerds and watch this on YouTube because it's way better. That's all I'm going to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Listen, oh, yeah, yeah, if there's one, if there's one thing that's like insanely cool, it's like watching hours and hours of YouTube. Alphas in their own regard are like on YouTube all the time. So like, you know, maybe make some life changes. Stop Thanks. listening, listening to f- podcasts on like on your like travel. Like it's NPR nerds. Right. I'm a big fan, big fan of, of that last one, Super Thick. But I can see Meghan Markle is really excited about something here. I can't. I currently have a. There we go. I, she's really obviously. Again, the amount of Yabu ass we got from you guys on the Twitter is simply remarkable. And some of them were so good. Now we have Meghan Markle at some sort of royal event from Tweet Davidson reacting to how yes. thick, jacked, and bodacious. The badonka dunk on Yabu is so it's just it is spectacular though I'll give her some credit it's yeah. better than Harry's no question oh yeah not even not even close like I I I do respect him like you know kind of showing respect to Yabu's ass yeah, like, the like I don't have anything on that I don't have anything on that but congratulations sir right. next yeah. one next one Dick Thixon. <laughs> Shout out to Dick Thixon. The, the sources of factories of the thick jacked Wojale frame. He's been flexing since like draft night. The fact that he took over the draft with like the way he would manipulate the vocabulary to to like be like the subjects are enamored with with Robert Williams. Uh, that was a beautiful masterpiece. It was like a, this on on a draft night. He's like, well, the, the the Boston Celtics sources are telling me are at the center of erotic city and ready to bust for Robert Williams. <laughs> <laughs> They're busting from my boys. They're busting the seats. <laughs> that was a, that was an amazing night for Adrian Wojnarowski. That whatever they're paying him just for that night specifically, I think. I think that was like it was worth the whole contract. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and here's one of like 18 Incredible. million of this type of meme that we got from everybody. But this one's yeah. the best because it includes Robert Williams making like this face at Shemmy's ass this is again. Zach took the internet bunch of underscores e. With the at Zach bunch of that's a that's a face you make when you played bass for the Ohio players. I mean that's he's <laughs> he's showing some respect to that thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I have nothing for follow up on that. That was perfect, Hebert. <laughs> <laughs> that's the face you make when you're playing bass for Earth, Wind, and Fire, and you're playing uh, uh, what's a shooting star, and you're just riffing on it. Um, oh yeah, just grooving it. <laughs> Switch it up, little uh, Jabari bird. I am so pro bird gang. I'm all I <laughs> bird. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> I love it's his own documentary video crew following him around right now. Hell yeah. Um, I lo- I really do love Jabari Bird, and LP has been on Jabari Bird since high school. I will give him that. I know that. Um, yeah. but I do love Jabari Bird. That guy hustles his ass off. Uh, shout out to Spartan one one seven. Yeah, shout out uh, to Sean. Yeah. 
Yes. Um, this one's great. I love Jabari Bird, so any Jabari Bird I, meet, man. I have, I have a post. I have a question <laughs> for, for Ryan on this one. Would you pay uh, all uh, Jabari Bird all the money out of the Abdel Nader jar at this point? Dude, there's like $32. If he wants it, he can have it. <laughs> in the Nader jar? Dude, if yeah, I started that from... Nothing. Now, I, now I, I started that in the last month of the season, and if I had done it the whole year, I would have been in like another bankruptcy. Oh, man. Now he's a king status. Efren, uh, if you guys know about Efren yes. Ramos, yeah. this guy... The guy. This guy yeah. No, he was, yeah. he was the all-star. All so the final, the final two are... Final yeah. two are both of my boy, Efren. Yeah. Dude, he was all-star of the thread. He was throwing yeah, all of them out. First one is our, our our one and only gif, <laughs> gif of meme of the – and uh, it's Jalen just looking at his big bud of Yabusele. We have a Syracuse somewhat connection, and I love this guy. He is uh, the king right now. And LP, I love you very much. You know that. But Efren is just killing it right now. It's no question about it. I mean, it, this covers all the bases in terms of our canon. Really <laughs> cool. Yabusele's ass. Shades. Yeah. Jalen Brown being jacked. Yo, why does yeah, why does Jalen look like a priest right? I mean, maybe yeah. he's just like maybe he is my priest, but like he it Probably looks like priest. his shirt is just no. he's rocking that like this that, is... that 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 the cat. I know he's not, no, but it's... I'll explain this. I can explain this. So okay. like you know how like Larry Bird like went the game got too easy for him and he just started like you know like playing with like a left hand and like getting insanely like drunk like during the games or like or just giving himself or like just giving himself back injuries like tarring his own like driveway just like because he was like so bored this is jalen is doing that but like for being cool so like what's like the least cool thing that's right catholic priests like from like the mid-90s on (laughs) so he's here to like use his coolness like this is like a test like can you make being like a catholic priest like after the spotlight, like Dude, <laughs> investigation. Can, can we you picture turn that Dude, around? Dude, yeah, Jalen is picture. a visionary. Yeah. He he knows who's the coolest public intellectual. <laughs> the Pope. Corn- Cornell West. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he is now <laughs> dressing like a theologian. Bro. <laughs> Bro, he's got yo. He's priest up with a visor on and a fanny pack, and we're like, dude, this guy. This guy. Like way too cool. He is like literally cooler than Prince. Like, yeah. how is he doing this? I don't know, man. Yeah, that takes a while. Prince, Prince put in years of work of being that cool. I think, yeah, we all know what the number one is. This is yeah. without question. Efren once again uh, broke the internet with this one, and this is high quality paper. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, like, nice. I, how, how do you do better than that? I don't think you do better than that. I'm sorry, that's the best one I've seen. I, and you guys I, all put in great submissions. That's the best one. That's that's amazing. Yeah, like, I mean, that's I'd his like, uh, that's his masterpiece. Yeah, I'd like to credit this because like it's gonna look like it's photoshopped, and it is, but it's not photoshopped in the way you think. It, if you look closely, that's actually just a Yabu ass from a different picture. So it's actually not a lie, like, which is my favorite little flourish on this. It's actually Yahoo's ass just photoshopped back on, which is fucking incredible. And just all in all, outstanding work. This is legitimately fantastic and actually legitimately broke the internet. So effort once again, I mean, just fantastic work, guys. This was probably one of the most fun episodes we've ever had in our in our in our show's history. So we, I want to first off thank all of you guys out there in the weird Celtics Twitter world 
for sending us all these great memes. You guys rock. Yeah, keep doing the weird stuff. That's the best stuff. It is great. It's, it's, this particular faction of Celtics fans is the best.